Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. I'm Anthony Kent. And I'm Derek Morris. We're glad you joined us today. Whether you're a pastor of a congregation or a lay leader in your local church, God wants you to be a great Christian leader. And Anthony, the topic today will be useful for many of us. I'm excited about this. Inspirational interactive Bible study. It's a, it's a great topic, studying the Bible together in small groups and delving into it and being blessed as a result. This is an exciting topic, Derek. And you know, for the past few years, I've had, had the opportunity to teach Hope Sabbath School, which is an in-depth interactive Bible study. And what people tell us is that they're changing the way that they're teaching because instead of being a one-way communication or a lecture, there's actually sharing going on, uh, interactivity, which, which, which is exciting in a Bible study context. It is exciting. Um, normally a, a worship service contains a sermon, which may involve Bible study, but studying in small groups, that, that just brings something to the table. So who's going to be sharing these uh, ideas about inspirational interactive Bible study? We have a lively guest, Cliff Goldstein. So um, he's an expert in putting together Bible study material. Uh, this is his field, and I'm excited about it, Derek. Well, I know God's going to bless, and hopefully there'll be some practical tools that could help pastors and lay leaders around the world. I'm sure there will be. We're so pleased that you've joined us. Stay right with us. We'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is Inspirational Interactive Bible Study, and our guest is Cliff Goldstein. Cliff, thanks so much for hey, coming on the glad program. Glad to be here. Yeah. Glad to be here. Now, Cliff, why don't you tell our viewers just a little about what you do? Okay, I am the editor of what's called the Adult Bible Study Guide, which, as the name says, it's a Bible study guide for, for adults. And basically what it is is you know, the Adventist Church, we've got about 18 million people all over the world mm -hmm. and all, all sorts of backgrounds, cultures, and so on. And what holds us together is but our distinctive beliefs. And so the Bible study guide is really a, well, it's a Bible study for people all over the world to study, to help them understand who we are, what Jesus has done for us, what we believe, and what, you know, help us understand what God wants to do in our lives. Right, okay. So it's basically teaching them, the, it's, it's like what Sunday school is, but we, of course on Sabbath. Right, okay. Now it's quite a process to put together oh, yeah. one of these study guides. Yeah. Just in a thumbnail, tell us what yeah. you do to put it together. Well, in the beginning there was a committee, as right. usual, but we have a committee that comes together and we decide on the topics. And ideally, one quarter comes out every quarter. Right. There's a book of the Bible. Another quarter is topical. Another quarter is a book of the Bible. That's the idea to, yeah. to spread it out. And then once the topics are decided, I'm my given the assignment to, to match the authors with it. And we send the author the, you know, the instructions on what to do. And I say, if you're one of my authors and you're listening, please follow the instructions, okay? That's very important to me, okay. But anyway, then they send the manuscript in, goes to one committee, they give me some advice as to what they think I do, I edit it, we send it to another committee, they kind of look over what I've done and then ideally it's done, then it goes into production. Okay, and, and about how, how long does this well, process Well, it's about a five-year process okay. because, because you know, it's got to get translated into all these languages, it's got to be sent to the farthest corners of the yeah. world because ideally on every Sabbath, 
whether you're in the Yukon or whether you're in Patagonia, whether you're in an apartment in Tokyo, whether you're sitting in a church in, in Germany, you know, you are reading the same Bible study guide. So it's quite a, it's quite a process. Once it gets out of our office, there's a whole long, it's got to be translated yeah. and then printed and then distributed. So we may have to make sure we give them plenty of time. Right. Okay. So clearly it's these study guides are put together with, with care and prayer and, and <laughs> sure. quite a deal of yeah, care. It's a very heavy responsible. I never forget the, you know, by the time I get the job and then I start editing it and there's about a two year slack from the time I, my, you know, I got the job to where the first one came out. So for two years, if people come in or they complain about this or that or something, say, eh, had nothing to do with it, nothing to do with it, you know, until I met D-Day and then right. boom. And then, it, and, and it's very heavy. I remember about a month before my first one came out, I was in Serbia and I'm in a church in Serbia and I walk into the Sabbath school and I see all these people with the Sabbath school quarterly reading it and marking it. And so it hit me. I take yeah. the responsibility very seriously. Mm, you know, it's mm. very, you know, I have to surrender to God and pray. And I, I believe the Lord called me to this. And I believe I, I prayed more than once. I said, Lord, this is a heavy responsibility. If you don't want me here, if this isn't for me to be here, please move me somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. But I love doing it. I love Fantastic. it. It's a, it's a, I consider it a privilege to be so there. How many, how many people would be studying this or how many quarterlies would be distributed each quarter? You know, it's very hard to know. I mean, we've got 18 million church members. We got quite a lot of people show up on, on Sabbath school. I would estimate that probably anywhere, any given quarter, eight to 10 million people wow. read the Sabbath school wow. quarter to some degree or another, whether they study it diligently every day, mm -hmm. or whether they, you know, they pick it up Friday night and, and go through it, or they sit in church on Sabbath. Of course, some get it online now. It's all yeah. over the internet. We have apps for it. So it's, it's available for those who want it. It's an extraordinary responsibility. Yeah, yeah I pray, yeah. you know, I just surrender to the Lord and go from there. Yeah. Now, one of, one of the things that strikes me, and I, I'm certainly blessed by the, the, the study of these study guides, is the, the discussion questions sure. that are in them. Sure. How, how much care goes into that? And what are you looking to put into sure. those discussion questions? Well, it's, very, it's funny because at the, we work on it all week long. Mm -hmm. And I see, ideally, the way it would work ideally, okay, in an ideal world, everybody every day studies the lesson, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then they go to church on Sabbath, and they, they, they have their lesson study, and then sometimes in the end it's, okay, what, you, you want to get discussion going. Yeah. And basically we call Rather it... Rather than a sermon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's very important too. We can get into that when we want to talk yeah. about how to teach a Sabbath school class. But ideally, they're there to, you've looked at the topic, you've, you've, you've maybe, you know, gleaned the theology from it. Okay, what are some things that we as a church can, practical things that we could pull out of it? What are, you know, it really depends. I, there's not a formula mm. per se for it, but when, at the end of the week, and sometimes too flat out there, sometimes with the discussion questions, there are things that we really didn't get a chance to cover in the lesson. I couldn't put it in logically. And so, boom, we put it in the discussion question. So if somebody wants to pick it up, they can pick it up. But basically it's a tool for the teacher right. to help the teacher, especially if he's running into a problem, keep mm -hmm. a discussion going. Okay. Because as we'll, say, as we'll see, discussion is crucial for Sabbath school class. Exactly, yeah. And Cliff, I've, I've noticed that 
when we get them in our hand, the, the lessons follow a logical order. Oh, yeah. uh, that seems to be a critical issue. Yeah, as well. You know, in communication, as I've said before, I don't see in many ways, I don't care how poorly written a Sabbath school quarterly is. Right. In the sense of the writing style. I can fix it. Right. And quite frankly, it might sound a little funny. I don't even really care how bad the theology is because I can fix it. I mean, we're not dealing with <laughs> Vertus Testamentus. We're dealing with a, you know, a, a Bible study guide for the average church member all over the world. I can fix the theology. I can pretty much fix anything if it's not logical, mm -hmm. if it doesn't flow, if I can't follow the train of thought of what's going I don't edit it. Mm -hmm. I exit out completely and start almost ex nihilo and rewrite the whole lesson from scratch. So, because, oh, in any kind of communication, you have to move logically and rationally from one point to another to another. If you don't have that, whether you're preaching, writing, or doing a Bible study guide, or teaching the class even, if you're not following logically, it's dead in the water. Great, okay. Now, one thing I'm eager to, to explore with you is how to teach a sure. good study group sure. interactively. And we want to, we'll do this right after this break. Sure. So stay with us. We'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is Inspirational Interactive Bible Study. Our guest is Cliff Goldstein. Hey. And Cliff, we, we want to look at how to teach a Bible study group well. Okay. What's, talk to us about that. Well, you know, again, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and say I'm a great expert on it. I could talk about what I do and what I've learned. As I've talked earlier, I've talked on another show with your compatriot about communication. Right. Okay? In many ways, teaching is like preaching, is like writing. It's, it's communication. It's a form of communication. And there's certain, just base, basic, there's certain principles. But, that, but a study group leader doesn't dominate the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Do they? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that. So it's not the same thing, but it's, I think, number one, right off the bat, let me just say it. People might not want to hear it, but, I, you know, it, it, it needs to be said. Say it kindly, Cliff. Yeah. Not, if I had a great desire to sing in the choir, okay, I want, I don't sing anywhere, but that's the point. I do not have a lick of singing talent, okay, not a lick of singing talent. And I could spend years and years and years, and I still wouldn't be good. So the point is, not everybody who wants to be a Sabbath school teacher ought to be a Sabbath school teacher. People have certain gifts in certain areas, and it takes a certain gift in a certain area to be an effective Sabbath school teacher. I believe teaching is a gift. It's an art. I believe to a degree it could be taught, but if you ain't got it, bud, if you ain't got it, Sally, then you ain't got it, and you really shouldn't be teaching. So what are the skills that you're particularly looking for? Well, you know, how do you know, how do you define these things? How do you say what makes a good teacher? I mean, it's if you can communicate, if you can get the point across, if you get the people involved, if you get them to think, if you get to push them beyond the boundaries of where they're normal thinking, if you can affirm them, you know, in what they believe. It, it's just some of the basic skills of communication. And you know what you want to say and you know what you want to get across to them. 
They, you know, those are basic things. And I think, as with community, I think number one, I think you need to know your topic. Mm -hmm. You need to spend the time before you go into the class. You need, see, here's what I often tell people. Somebody's asked me, how do I teach a Sabbath school? Well, I can tell them how I teach it. And again, if you have another, somebody came up to me a while back and just said somebody did something completely different from the way I was saying to do it. And he says, but they held me spellbound. He was talking about preaching. And mm -hmm. I said, look, if you got a teacher that could keep you so spellbound that you don't even want to get up to go to the men's room, then I'm not going to sit there and tell you he's doing it wrong. If it works, it works. So with teaching, if you got a class and you love the teacher and he gets you going, then he might break all these rules. But I think what I tell people, for know the topic, mm -hmm. and then you really need to have enthusiasm for it, mm -hmm. okay? And, and what generally it is is, you know, some people have this idea they got to go through day one, day two, you know, Monday, Tuesday, they got to cover all of it. Don't worry about that. Go through the lesson. What do you think is the crucial point? Mm -hmm. What is the one thing that you think, hey, you know, I'd like my class to come away from this? See, the idea isn't just to impart knowledge. Mm -hmm. You know, to impart knowledge, I mean, you can hook up a computer, you know, and just spit out, you know, information and so on. It's what can you do to get people to think? And what could you do really to change people? And ideally, I think to change, ideally, you know, as, as, as Christians in a, in a Bible study, to change them for the good, to get them to be more reflective of the character of Christ, to get them to be more faithful, to get them stronger in their faith, stronger in their body. And, and let me interrupt you there. How do we do that? Talk to us how. Well, that's, uh, I think, you know, well, it's very hard, Jim, because here's the thing, too. Every, every week's lesson is an entity unto itself, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Everything is an entity. Like every it's sermon, a sealed package in a sense. Yeah, 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 every sermon is an entity unto itself. But I would say the first thing is, as I said, go through what do you think the important points are. Focus on those points. Get the people involved. Ask them questions. Ask them leading questions. Sometimes, you know, you could ask them sometimes too. And I, I do a little bit of this in the Sabbath school quarterly, but you got to be careful. Sometimes you ask them questions that there is no real answer mm. and there's no real clear cut answer. Just get them to think, you know, get them yeah. to push beyond the boundaries of where they, they, they normally go. But, but a lot of times it's tough. See, one of the things I learned is about, about editing it. And I think the same thing with teaching. I remember one time I had a, a, a week's lesson and it was, you talked about, you know, rationality and flow and it moved day one. And then day two was like an algebraic equation. One followed almost deductively after another, boom, boom, boom. It was a tight, neat <clears throat> hole. The mm. logic was airtight. You could squeak anything out of that. Yeah. But then in the end, I realized it was very sterile. It was like, in the end, so what? You know, so in fact, in the instructions to the authors, I try to tell them at the end of each day, when you get done with each day's lesson, you know, we have a little question at the bottom and we try to make that practical. How do you apply it to yourself? So it's like, take the topic. This is the topic, whatever the theme is. And then how can you apply it to your mm. own life? How could the class apply it? What will they come out of here that will make them different, that will make them 
wanting to serve the Lord more, make mm -hmm. them wanting to reveal the character of Christ more. And I said, I can't think of any one particular thing to do, but as a teacher, that should be what's in your mind. As I said, each week is going to be its own thing. It's going to give you its, your own set of opportunities and it's your own set of challenges, yeah. depending on the topic. Cliff, great practical details on, on life-changing Bible study and so forth. We appreciate it. We sure. want to come back to you sure. straight after this break. Stay with us. There'll be more of Ministry in Motion right up. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our guest today is Cliff Goldstein and our topic is Inspirational Interactive Bible Study. Now Cliff, don't take this the wrong way, but from time to time I'm invited to, to teach a Bible study group. Sure. And I've got to tell you, my aim is rather than getting people to study the study guide, as good as that is, sure. it's actually to study the Bible. Well, you know, I'm really glad to hear you say that because when I edit the Bible study guide, in fact, in fact, I have one of my editors I work with one time and she was struggling with something. And I said, whenever you're in a, you have a problem, fall back on the Bible, mm -hmm. make the Bible your default mode. If I have a day's lesson and I'm not really sure where the author is going, I'm not really sure how to take this. I just get them in the word. I get them in the word. So really, the, the Bible, it's a Bible, we call it a Bible, Bible study. study guide. So the whole point is us to, basically to, sometimes I'll have people tell me that they don't agree with everything in the Bible study guide or they want to take it another direction. I say, fine, it's a guide. Yeah. It's not say, saying that you have to follow boom, 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 boom. It's a guide. In other words, we're studying the book of Jeremiah. We're studying Jeremiah's call, okay? Here is the way, here's the angle that the Bible study guide has taken it. This is the approach. Now, maybe if you're teaching a Sabbath school class in Melbourne, Australia, you might have certain needs in that class. If you're teaching a Bible study class in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, you might have certain, you see, one, here's one of the crucial things for teachers. You need to know the specific needs of your class. Mm -hmm. Okay, see, here, the genius of the great of the Bible study guide is also one of the biggest struggles with it. The genius of it is, is we've got one Bible study guide for the whole world church. There's nothing like this in the world. Okay? Yeah. There's probably no publication like this in the world. But the genius of it is also, in many ways, one of the biggest challenges for it. Because we got, how do we meet the needs of all the people everywhere? Well, we're mm -hmm. not going to do it, but we present them to Scripture. We bring them in the guide. We try to, every day we've got Bible texts. We've got them in the word and so on. And then, so ideally the people take it for themselves and study it on their own. And then the teacher, the teacher comes in and ideally uses it as a guide to take them through the Bible. So that's not a, a problem for me. I, I would want you to do that. Fantastic. Sure. Now, in a minute, Cliff, one minute, what would you, what, would, what do you want these lessons to do for all these people, these millions of people that are around the world that are studying it. What do you, what's your aim with it? You know, when I first, not long after I got the job, the, one of the top church leaders said, Cliff, what's your desire with the Bible study guide? 
And I said, I like to give people the gospel in the context of present truth. Okay. On one level, I want people to know the gospel. I want them to know the grace of Jesus, salvation in Jesus, in the context of what we would call the three angels message of Revelation 14, which I believe is God's last morning to the world. So that on that level, on, on, on a theological level. So that's the foundation that yeah, you're, you're building. Theological yeah. level. On a more practical level, I mean, how does the, you know, how can you have an experience with Jesus? How could you understand salvation, understand what Jesus has done for you? How could you be born again and not have a new life in Christ, not have your life changed? And you know, ideally, I would love for somebody to get stunned with the lesson, draw closer to God, be more fervent in their love for God, be more determined to obey God, be more determined to love God and to love their neighbor as themselves and to take it and make practical differences in their life. That's the ideal and how well it works. I mean, I, I mean, you know, in the end, we're just human. We're human vessels. Ultimately, the Holy Spirit's got to do the work, but we try to open the way to help that happen. Mm. Cliff, I just want to thank you. Sure. You're a busy man. You do an enormous amount of work and you've blessed millions of people. Thanks for coming on Ministry in Motion. Thank you. We really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. And we want to thank you for joining us as well. And as a means of thanking you, we'd like to make a special offer. If you're a pastor, you may be eligible to receive a complimentary subscription to Ministry Magazine. Ministry Magazine goes hand in glove with Ministry in Motion. Ministry Magazine, it's been around since 1928. It's sent to, it's received in more than 200 countries around the world and more than 80,000 pastors are receiving ministry journal. Very well received and appreciated. If you're interested in receiving a complimentary subscription, you may be eligible, write into us. Come and visit us on our website, ministryinmotion.tv and there, share with us a little about your ministry. Tell us about your church and what you're doing. And we'd love to be able to send you Ministry Magazine on a regular basis. It'll come to you every other month, six times a year. And of course, Ministry Magazine has been a blessing for so many people. We're delighted that you've joined us for this program of Ministry in Motion. If you'd like to watch it again or share it with some uh, friends or, or people in your church, come to our website. You can watch it there 24-7, ministryinmotion.tv. We're also interested in your feedback. If you've got some ideas for us, topics or presenters, guests for our program, share them with us. You can do that by emailing. It's, uh, the address for that is feedback at ministryinmotion.tv. But until next time, may God richly bless you in your ministry. And we want you to know that we are praying for you.